Welcome to Just Winging It. What's up, man? <laughs> Are you going to keep boner talking? I think you should. I'm John Abdullah. I'm boner talk Patrick Green. You, you, now you have to share why you're boner talk Patrick well, Green. Well, so, uh, so I have a pop filter, as does John, as you can tell by our... we don't want you to have to hear all of our plosives. The plosives and, and the beatboxing. I, I, you know, the, the beatboxing is too trouble. Next time, MC Tumbleweeds drops a beat. MC t- and MC Jingle Jangle. Jingle Jangle Jangle. Uh, jungle. Jingle Jangles. Um, so the pop filter, you know, has is uh, is, lo- is loaded on this like semi flexible um, arm, and uh, mine for whatever reason has uh, I-, I wouldn't say dysfunction. I guess it's dysfunctional because of the context, but yeah. it's got it's got uh, it gets a boner when I start talking. It starts to rise up, which you know. I don't blame it. I mean, that's a common, you know, people say that about our podcast. We, they get boners while they listen to it. Um, it's natural. But uh, if it happens for more than four hours, though, you should call a doctor. Then you call somebody. Yeah. And also donate to our podcast because <laughs> clearly <laughs> we are providing a benefit. No, but so the thing gets like it's erect true. and then it blocks my field of view and uh, and it drives me absolutely crazy. And so then I, you can't I think look into okay my now. eyes anymore. I can't. Well, that's true. And then, you know, my thing's got a boner. I'm, it's getting all awkward. Yeah. Anyway, if anybody's still listening to this, uh, I'm still Patrick Green, and I'm uh, I'm pleased to be here. And I'm still John Abdullah. I'm also pleased to be here. So uh, we had a, we had a, a week off. Weeks. Yeah. yeah. Well, they they won't know that. They won't. You're right. They won't. I should. Yeah. The proletariat. Uh, and you know, it's also worth pausing here for a moment and saying, this is our 50th episode, people. Yeah. I don't even know how that happened. 50 episodes. That's a lot of uh, like shows. I can't remember fifty topics we've talked about. I feel like we've talked about maybe like twelve things. Yeah, yeah. If if you're asking me to think right now, I'm I can think of six. I have six <laughs> six shows, six shows that we've done. Apparently, there's been fifty of them. Fifty. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's uh, you know, they said it would never last. You know, they did. They said these All guys those, are these pop guards with the, the getting boners during the there. episode and. and uh, they don't know what they're talking about. New York Times episodes. gave us 10 days. They did. Obama came to our aid. It was a big deal. That's true. Him speaking on. up and, and writing that open letter really helped us, <laughs> it did. I think. In Cran. Yeah. It did, yeah. No, that's a big deal. I, I still remember when this, uh, I remember our first episode very fondly. Yeah. I remember, uh, well, maybe you want to share a couple kind of like flashback Highlights? memories of it. Do yeah. it. So, you know, so as we mentioned at least once or twice before, that John and I had a separate show that was kind of a pilot for this called The Tangent, which was, uh, it was like the, you know, the beginning, like the first 20 minutes of these episodes, but that was all of the episode, and it was also, we were eating during it, because like the gimmick was that it was during lunchtime, so we were like audibly chewing the whole time, and also just talking disgusting. about fucking crazy nonsense. Yeah. And, uh, the goal was to pretty much see how off we could go. Yeah, yeah. I, I think well, because we kind of made that the thing. It was yeah, like let's just like the let the because our conversations typically do that. So we're like, well, why don't we make the point the tangent? Right. You know? We embraced it, which felt kind of like profound at the time. It was time. liberating. You know, it was. It was a moment of true freedom. You know, <laughs> it was a moment where I my, was wind beneath my wings. Unfortunately, you know? it was shit. To and people, to. people were like, it's disgusting. Yeah, I, I remember specifically. I had a bag of chips on one episode, and I couldn't hear some of the things that you were saying because the chips were so loud. And I was like, I don't even have headphones on. If I'm sitting in the room and I can't hear what he's saying, and there's a microphone in front of the bag of chips, it's going to sound like fucking atomic warfare. Yeah, the audience on. testing. They just they immediately like after five minutes took off their headphones and walked out of the room. They did, and yeah. they were all fully erect and then barfed. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember that was funny. And so our first couple of episodes just of just winging it uh-huh. were kind of built on that template a little bit, where we were doing the whole like, hey, it's our lunch break. Casual, but now we're talking about parenting, so it's a little more specific than it used to right, be. Right, right, right. But we're still like casual, you know. You can hear us like eating, and people were like, "Stop eating during the podcast; it's disgusting." Yeah, and so we stopped eating. We did because we care about you. We did, we do, <laughs> and I think it was for me. Episode four was a special one. FOMO. Uh, it was FOMO, and it 
it was the beginnings of what we try to do in this show, which is, you know, we try to bring some funny, you know, and some stories that uh, hopefully are relatable to you as parents or friends of parents. Boners. Because we think, you know, we laugh at them. So, I mean, that means something, I guess. Um, and, you know, it's like in solidarity as parents. You know, we want a podcast that you can enjoy listening to, maybe have a few laughs. Um, but then couple also. Couple rounds, you know. Couple rounds, yeah. Couple, couple. couple but you know. then also, hopefully, you know, we can go a little deeper into a topic. And FOMO was one that stuck out to me because it was both, it made me laugh a lot. Um, I still, you know, think about the crazy squats I was doing. Oh my god, uh, that was that episode. I think oh. so. Yeah, in the middle of the night, we were doing squats. You know, Mike like, and I still joke about that. Sleep <laughs> at night. We're, we'll, I'll be like, "You're doing your squats." We'll be like, "Yeah." Um, but then it also like got into some real meaty stuff, right? And and mm-hmm. you know, we try to do that with the show because I have found that unless unless we're deliberate and intentional about like exploring these topics and how we want to parent, you know, the how to parent thing. Um. It's hard to like do it intentionally. You know, it's so easy to just like you go into your day to day sort of regular role as parents and uh, you you do wing it all the time. You know, you make it work. But I've appreciated just like pausing and kind of reflecting on some of it more and hopefully, you know, being a little bit better. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm distracted because now not only does my pop filter have a boner, but my microphone is drooping. Yeah, um, you've got a drooping so boner going on. There's a lot of weird shit good... going on with my audio today. Um, it's funny because when you mentioned episode four and I said FOMO, it's not because I, uh, obviously, as we've already pointed out, I, I can only remember six episodes. Yeah. Um, it's not like I knew that the fourth episode was FOMO, but that was the first one to me that felt like it really got at kind of what we were going for. It clicked, yeah, exactly. So I kind of assumed that's what you're talking about. Yeah. And I feel like... Uh, I feel like when the show's at its best, it's it's that. It's kind of, we kind of like accidentally learn something. Because obviously we, we, we have very little control over what we're actually talking about. <laughs> That's right. But sometimes it kind of clicks. So um, why don't you guys, if, if you if you can, uh, like write into us, you know, uh, via justwingitdads uh, at gmail.com or on Facebook with some of your favorite moments from early episodes. And we'll, uh, you know, revisit those maybe on the next couple of That'd shows. That'd be fun. I'd love to. Yeah. See how we, sort of what we think about that now. So yeah, justwingingitdads at gmail.com. Dot also, edu. Still looking for a just winging it uh, moment in your life where you just sort of, you know, just wong it, winged it, wonged, wonged it, broomate, uh, in your life where, you know, you had to figure out a situation real quick and, and adapt or whatever. And uh, yeah, we want to share those stories. So if you send us a recording, we can actually play it. Or Voice else, memo. Um, yeah. Or else if you want to type it over our Facebook group or whatever, just send it to us and we'll read it. But uh, we're hoping that segment will catch on. Uh- Thank you for that. <clears throat> I was holding that, that in for that a long time. That was a real time. burp there. So here's the, now here's the other issue. For a you were holding in for a long time, that was pretty anticlimactic. Because well, well, I'm dealing with a, a separate respiratory issue. Actually, two separate respiratory issues. Oh, good. Issues, All right. So let's I'm do a health checkup now. So this is a health checkup. I know you have some issues with I can doctors. I can tell by your salivating. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> you, really you got a fucking pop filter. I can't even see what you're doing. So uh, one of them is, you know, we mentioned how we used to eat during episodes as kind of a gimmick, you know. Uh, we switched to trying to eat before we re- we record, yeah. as you've Hence no doubt burp. noticed for the last three episodes or two episodes, we've accidentally had to eat after because we've both gotten the in-office delivery thing, um, and we've been increasingly incoherent. So today, I was like, I'm going to eat before we start recording. I'm going to go old school like I did two weeks ago, you know, and I'm going to eat <laughs> so that I can like have energy for the actual show. Yeah. It was delicious. I got General Chow's chicken, General So, General So. I have no fucking clue how to say that. Gao. General Gao. General Gao. I don't, I don't know. General Wong. You know, wing it. I don't know, and uh, and it was great, wonderful experience, delicious. But a piece of rice got stuck in my nose. 
And so I am. That is the worst. I'm very fixated on the fact oh, that there's this like no. one pellet of rice and it's just like stuck in the mucus, which is my second respiratory issue yeah. behind my nose because it is allergy season. Yeah, that's and right. Holy shit. This is, this is every single conversation I have. Ready? So talk to me like you're just a person on the street, you know, talking to hey, me. Hey, Patrick, how you doing? Oh, that face. Wow. Do, <laughs> do you have to poop? Are you okay? What? You don't look so good. That's every interaction that I have. I can't see. I can't breathe. I'm sne- I'm always uh, I'm, I'm always either sneezing or trying not to sneeze. So a lot of the time I'm just sort of like holding my breath in and staring at people, but I can't see them because my eyes are running. <laughs> so I'm I'm wondering like, you know, what if like I I meet like somebody who's going to be a key to my future who's going to be like, hey, you know, like why don't you like start this like business with me? Like you know, like let's like, and I'm gonna and they're not gonna I'm gonna miss out on that because I'm gonna look like a fucking. Uh, you just jogged my memory for this happened to me. Minus the allergy Did thing. It, you were offered a, I've, a job. I've dodged for a long time, thankfully, for my whole life, actually, in yeah. fact. Allergies, you know, I feel like they're coming for me because they're coming for everybody. Oh, they're coming for you, buddy. But I've, I've, you know, I've dodged it and I don't have allergies yet. Not even a little bit. Not, not even, even an inkling. Not even a tickle. No. I really don't. Not even a tickle. Not even a tickle. <laughs> but, uh, Nothing at all. But I did, I, did, I did meet a pretty big, important guy recently. So is, co- is, is, is he the founder of the internet as we know it? He might be. With incredible quads? I was on my way into the office, back from lunch break, and I'm walking to the elevator. Holy shit, I, is it really Tim Berners-Lee? And Berners I see Lee? someone in front of me with their luggage, just like it's Tim <laughs> throwing their luggage into the elevator to make it stop. Wow. To make the elevator stop. which like was a hammer throw. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a good move. Um, because you know you never want to put your arm in an elevator because you know well, just especially on the, the off elevators chance, in our building are notorious for they don't stop they've taken some limbs off they have and it's chopped nasty. people I've in been half. in that elevator after a limb was taken off and it's not fun no it's disgusting it is you're trapped with the limb it's still moving yeah yeah <laughs> the fingers still yeah. move. <laughs> so so I I'm behind him and I don't know who it is at this point and but I see him do this and I'm like oh that's pretty good and then I'm behind him and he stopped the elevator so I get to go on are too. you like marveling at like how shapely his obliques are. Oh, yeah. At this suit. point, is I'm it, starting this, to construct okay, it. Yeah, the this, pieces yeah. are coming together. Right. And I'm like, could it be? Yeah, right. And so I get on the elevator, and uh, I was like, oh, you know, good catch, meaning because he caught the elevator. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, he responds in a British accent, and I'm looking at his face, and I'm doing the Terminator thing where, you know, you're scanning a face to, like, run it against a file of all the faces you've yes, ever seen. Yes, yes. And, uh, and I pretty quickly realized it because I've been waiting for this moment, you know. It's the only reason I even take the elevator anymore. And this is what happens. He goes, he goes, all right, then, next one, just... <laughs> Is that what he sounds like? <laughs> Not at all. My name's Timmy. <laughs> Is it that kind of accent? I don't know enough about dialects, uh, British dialects, but I feel like that would be like a trailer park. <laughs> you know what I mean? The equivalent <laughs> of like the South here. I'm a binary code. <laughs> um, so, so I, so he says, you know, he says something. I don't even. I honestly don't even remember like? what he said. And um, you were and so then, transfixed by by yeah, his, and so by I'm his like, deltoids. and so I immediately say, I say, you're Sir Tim, right? <laughs> Wow. I, said, I said, Sir Tim, because I don't, is that right? Is that even what you call somebody I think you have knighted? to keep the sir in there, yeah. Yeah, right? I, I didn't want to assume that it I can just call sir him. Sir Tim. I didn't want to call him Tim. And I, and Mr. Uh, Berners-Lee seems seems a little weird. Right, because then is you, maybe is it just Lee or Ber? I mean, and it's what is he, like, Mr. Rogers? Like, like, yeah. So I go like, for Sir Grandpa? Tim. Grandpa? I mean, daddy? <laughs> and he's like, oh, you work for Oxfam. Or, you know, because he good. saw the floor that I pushed. All right. Yeah. You work for Oxfam. You work <laughs> Uh, for some reason, that that to me was a British wrestler. I don't even know why where that That's came from. a British from, wrestler. He would have he would have some future talk like that. in wrestling. <laughs> he could do it. So so then so then uh, so I say yeah you know I work at Oxfam and uh, and I and then I'm pretty sure I said something like 
Didn't you, like, invent the internet? <laughs> no, instead, so I basically, in the same way that you would if you saw a veteran, you'd, like, thank them for their service. Yeah. I just <laughs> I shook his hand, and I just... <laughs> And I just said thank you, and and I, I didn't. I didn't even. <laughs> so the thing is, he was clearly in a rush, and he was only going a floor above me. But I, right. I got off first, and I didn't want to keep the elevator waiting. He was clearly you in a rush. What he's been through to get that elevator. To, he was he was fucking hammer throwing bags in there. Exactly. So yeah. he didn't want to wait around. He's waiting for no man. He's perfectly cordial, very nice. But but you know, I wanted to let him keep going up in the elevator. Wow. So so I just said thank you. You know. For your service, I didn't actually say. <laughs> I didn't say for your service, but that was He's like, like it was that. It was I that. What? It was that tone, you yeah, know. Right. Um, Wait. So, but so you really said thank and you, and then he like mumbled something. You know, I couldn't make it out. It's biscuits. Um, <laughs> so you said <laughs> thank you to Tim Berners Lee, Sir Tim. Yeah, Berners Lee. I mean, if you could share like five words with him, what would they be? Thank you for your service, right? <laughs> I mean, come on, the guys invented the web. I know. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'm hoping our paths cross for actual work-related reasons. And he's but... also still... Doesn't he run the consortium, too? I should have just told him I, I manage our web prop... Like, I man, you know, I'm the web manager God, at could Oxfam. you imagine if you had done a better job in that fucking elevator? And I'd love to talk. You, you, I mean, this, this could have been the biggest break you'd ever had. Can see, I make you some tea? Uh, can I make you a spot of tea? If that had been me, yeah. with my current condition, yeah. I would have... Uh, this is what... It, so, so, you, so, you're... Do the hammer throw, <laughs> okay? okay? Ready? So, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> Are you all right? And then he would have gotten off the elevator. Yeah. That's what it, yeah. yeah. That would have been the whole Cause thing. Because I'm always about to sneeze. That's allergies to me, seasonal allergies. Always about it's to. It's always being in the state of like, you know when you when you know there's a sneeze there, but it's like not happening? Yeah. And so like, now picture that going on for days. That sounds terrible. And it's just kind of gradually getting worse. And so so because of that, you're like a little lightheaded. You're yeah. kind of like out of it a little bit. You're just fixated on the fact that you don't feel like, you're like always you don't feel like, sick, but you just feel like like you just got to fucking clear this stuff out. You know what I mean? I feel like you're, the visual that comes to mind is you're just like a hot air balloon, you know, floating through through time. Yeah. Just waiting for like one sneeze away from just fucking blowing up into <laughs> yes, like you exactly know, right a high altitude and that's being what it gone feels forever. Like. That's what it feels. So so had I run into Tim Berners Lee, Sir Tim, thank you for your service, Berners Lee in the elevator. I would have been much worse than you were. So you probably made a really good impression. I mean... He's probably talking about you, right? This was today? This was last Friday. Did you look at his blog? Um, No, I didn't. You think he wrote about it? What if he wrote about you? And then I should... So I shook his hand, and then I just didn't wash my hands since, so it's a little gross now. That's disgusting. What were his hands like? The web juice. Um... The web juice. That sounds disgusting. That's, 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 this, is a, this is a disgusting episode. <laughs> My fucking pop guard's going up. Hang on. I, I don't... Uh, his hands, they're unremarkable. Do they feel they like they crafted feel, the world They didn't web? feel particularly like smooth or soft like he was someone who lotioned, but they also didn't feel rough like someone who had just you know been like, I don't know, working in, in the fields. <laughs> See, he's such a contradiction, you know? He's, he's an the, enigma the wrapped in a contradiction. Yeah. The face of an angel, the programming prowess of a god. That brain. The brain, the hands, right? The quadriceps. So that'll. The, I hope this saga continues and we can have more updates. Me too. So he's like really just chilling upstairs now. He's just twiddling his thumbs. But he runs the like the actual World Wide Web Consortium too. Like like when there are decisions made about Unicode. Yeah. Like he does that, right? <laughs> he does doesn't that. he? Yeah. Doesn't he like flicks his fingers? He's like, and then, sure, let's like yeah. make a new emoji symbol and like that. I we'll, like to we'll imagine him like Tony Stark, you know, just leading a team of people who are. I'm also imagining Tony Stark a lot because I finally just caught up. So I was, I, I'll, this will be a segue because um, we were talking about our uh, illnesses or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, that's right. Uh, yeah, you've been sick. So I, <clears throat> you know, we're recording this on a Monday and it's just after Easter. Um, had yeah, a, happy Easter. Really. Yeah, happy Easter. We had He's a good risen. weekend. He's risen indeed. He has Hallelujah. risen. 
<laughs> we had a good uh, family uh, get together. And uh, all I can think of is Tim Berners-Lee rising now. As you said, he is risen. Because he's like Internet 3.0, and I'm just imagining Tim Berners-Lee like levitating. Like, oh, everybody levitate with yeah, me! Yeah, exactly. Um, but the weekend prior was one of the worst I've had in a long time. It was really awful. It, it just... It was beautiful that it was, weekend, too. It was beautiful, which made it wow, worse. Wow, it because was beautiful. It made it worse because... We were going into it expecting, like, oh, yes, this is going to be a gorgeous spring weekend. We just on the Thawing Out episode. You were all yeah. inspired. And I literally, on that Thursday, I was having a great week. I actually had a day at work where I was just, like, getting so much done. Didn't have a mm-hmm. lot of meetings. And I just say to my boss, you know, oh, this has been a great day. You know, not getting uh, – I'm actually getting a ton of work done because I don't have meetings all day. And literally two seconds after I said those words, I get a text from daycare that grace has a fever oh my god and i'm like there it is fuck there there goes the rest of my thursday and tomorrow so i I immediately i look at the train schedule and i have to jump on the next train or else it'll be like an hour later and i didn't want daycare to have to you know keep grace there with fever right so i get grace she's got the typical grace you know package of fever and sore throat Mm -hmm. and at this point every single time this happens to her we bring her to the doctor dutifully to rule out strep throat and it has not been strep throat in over a year I was just thinking about that, actually. It's been a long time. It hasn't time. actually been, but we take her every time because we're like, what if it is? Right. Because she's got a high fever and she's got to say, saying her And there was a hurts. while there where you guys were going with strep all the time. It seemed that way, but in fact, it it, it was only strep a few times, but the rest, it was like very similar kind of okay, viral so thing. so it was presenting similarly. So finally, this one, I'm like, fuck it. We already know she she's going to get a high fever. Right. This is going to be a four-day affair. Right. And she, I don't think she has strep, so I'm not going to bring her. Mm-hmm. I looked in her throat. Because I'm a doctor now. I've been certified. <laughs> Congratulations. And I didn't see like any white, you know, anything going on there. Right. So this was Thursday. So then we go, the next day my mom comes over on Friday. I go to work. Thanks, mom. And and that was fine. Grace, more the same. High fevers. It actually got up to like 106, which I know is scary. Wow. It's scary, but even then I'm like, you know what? She's a high fever kid. She's not even acting. I know. She burns hot. I know, she, but she that's high. hot. That's right. Like a star. And she, she <laughs> but but the thing is, she was acting fine. I was home at that point, and right. she was acting fine. She wasn't lethargic. She didn't have difficulty breathing. All the things you're supposed to look out for. And my doctor has always said, like, don't worry about the number. You know, it's more mm-hmm. about how they're acting. And she's just like, is if, a high. If fever. she looks like Ghost Rider, like just fire coming out of a skull, <laughs> then like take you her should in. probably bring her yeah. in. Plus, it's the temporal lobe thermometer. I never really, mm-hmm. you know, trust it fully. Right. Um, but I'm not sticking a thermometer up her butt. Yeah, you know, yes. she's three and a half. We're done with that. She'll remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so, so then Saturday comes around. Or no, Friday night comes around, and I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling so good. Like, I'm starting to feel feverish. Yeah. Saturday, I've got a fever. Yeah, I'm like, there it is. awful, chills, the whole thing. Mm. Finally, I go to the Minute Clinic later that day. My and I'm clinic. like, well, my theory is, and then Luke starts getting a fever as well on that oh, Saturday. Shit, there it is. And so my theory is, is, all right, I'm going to go and be like the person to get checked. And if I have strep, then I'll know that the kids have strep. You're patient zero. Yeah, exactly. And then I don't have to bring them all in. Doctors already closed. Their doctor was closed that day. The minute clinic won't even see a baby. Um, So I went and I was like, I don't think I have strep, but let me just get it checked. Sure enough, I I had strep throat. Mm -hmm. So then I immediately called their doctor and I'm like, can you just give me the drugs for them? Because clearly like they have all the symptoms. I have it. And the, and she's like, yeah, no, that's not a good idea. They should really get checked. You really are thinking you're a doctor right now. Look at you. Yeah, I am. You're I like, know. just write the script. Right? Because <laughs> I didn't want to deal with What would you have done? I would have brought them in. You can't but fucking diagnose closed. somebody but by proxy. But they were closed. And she had a sore throat and high fever. And I had strep. So even if like, yeah, they're already exposed to it. 
Well, fine. That's what we ended up going to friggin' urgent care, which yeah, I've never care. had a good yeah, experience right. with with the kids. I know you have, but we I have did. Yeah, I always have a fucking alien doctor. I swear they're aliens <laughs> right. in human skin. All right. <laughs> But this time, Who's next, yeah, exactly. So we fi- finally we go to an urgent care, and at this point, it's like AFC six or seven, yeah, an AFC yeah. one. They're gonna close at eight, um, and then also the uh, the pharmacy that's close by is gonna close at eight. So I'm like trying to time it mm, all. Scary. It's over an hour wait, and we're trying to keep the kids happy. It's just a miserable affair. Yeah, you know, like I go next door to a 99 to try to get Grace something to eat, and they don't have what she wants, and that's a meltdown. Mm-hmm. We're all just disintegrating at this yeah. point. And then this is Saturday, and then yeah, this is Saturday, and then they go. So through. it's also been beautiful all day outside. It's been beautiful all day outside, and we've Squandered been stuck in fucking yeah. minute clinics and urgent care. Right. And then they go through the tests, and I'm I, I'm sure that she's gonna have strep throat, but they do both strep and flu. I'm so proud of both kids because they actually handled the test fine. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's really uncomfortable, um, the flu one especially, and they don't have fucking either of them. Really. Which is good, but I'm also like, all right, well now I can't give them anything, and I just have to wait this out. So it was totally unrelated. It was totally unrelated. They start to get better each day after that. I, on the other hand, my strep then dovetails with whatever they had, and mm. so I'm just sick for the whole fucking week out from work, working so from home. So you were home. out last week? I was out all, every day last week. Holy shit. And, and I wasn't wow. ex- Each day, I would like move oh. my meetings one day further, you know, thinking, <laughs> I'm going to be in tomorrow. Like, I'm on the <laughs> right. antibiotic. I'll be fine. Right. And finally, I was like, I think I just got whatever they had, and it's right. just run into this. Um, on a plus side, I was able to watch like three or four MCU, uh, Marvel Cinematic nice, Universe nice. movies, because um, I had a lot of catching up to do. And there's 30-something um, episodes. Okay. And they're fucking long. They're they no- are. They're kind of annoyingly movies, yeah. long, some yeah. of them. Civil War didn't do it for me. That was kind of stupid, mm. um, in my opinion. It's a pretty highly regarded MCU film, I gotta yeah, say. But I don't, that's I don't okay. Get, I don't get you know, why. Could have been the fever talking. I mean, just the premise. Come on, guys. You're really gonna fight this out? Like that's stupid. I don't think it's stupid. But that, but that, but that, but, but go I, on. It's I okay. still enjoyed it. Yeah. It's still enjoyable. But it's like, the first come time you get on. To see Spider-Man There's too. some stupid stuff in there. There's some awesome stuff too. Yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm going on a rant now. Uh, uh, and all of it was just to get back to MCU because you had mentioned I had mentioned Tony Stark and how well. So so what? Which ones did you watch? You saw Civil War. I saw Civil. Well, first I started with um, I hadn't seen Ultron, Age of Ultron. Oh God, and that's that like from 2014. I really enjoyed. Oh man, I, I hate that one. I know. I was expecting. I was oh, based I on the reviews. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to enjoy this one. Yeah. But I loved it. All My the AI favorite. stuff and everything. Why? <laughs> yeah, right. It spoke to you. I just thought it was just like I. I, I thought it was. Uh, Hammy and and done poorly, and I thought it was like an an, an inelegantly told story. Yeah, and I thought that the characterizations were very carbon copy. It was kind of like the worst parts of Joss Whedon, to me. Yeah, it felt like uh, a little bit like, um, like a series of tropes interacting with each other, and not like the characters really interact. Whereas the first Avengers film, I thought was yeah, and, and I obviously it. and Infinity War also are both are both very character driven. To me, Age of Ultron is kind of like. Here's this like kind of random big baddie, and like everybody's going to team up, and there'll be a lot of jokes about how they get along, even though they should. Right. You know. I mean, I didn't think it was amazing. More you know, I frankly, I don't think any of them are amazing. Like, I, I, I really enjoy them. Have you seen um, Thor Ragnarok? Yeah, I, I, that's another one. I really enjoyed yeah. it. It's hilarious. Um, and, and for me, actually, the thing I love most about the movies uh, and Guardians of the Galaxy, especially, no, I love is, Guardians. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Would Both. be probably my favorite. Those two. Um, is the humor like they're yeah. just when they're funny they're so fucking funny yeah and there's some moments in Infinity War too where it's just so hilarious I know um, so no I but also I, I think, I I think them, Infinity but... War is a, a pretty profound statement artistically too I think it's a great movie yeah I, um, I really enjoyed and, it and just as a feat of storytelling in terms of like being able to 
being able to tie together that many threads yeah, yeah. of storytelling in a way that felt like it wasn't just an excuse. Like, Ultron to me felt like kind of just an excuse to get all the characters together again. Yeah. Whereas Infinity War to me felt like they were all being propelled toward this moment. And then that moment was so catas- cataclysmic, you know? Yeah, yeah I it agree felt with that. Operatic. Infinity War was definitely better. I mean, I think Ultron. Was a, but Civil a, War for me, movie. that was the one that I just didn't. Didn't do it for you see, me. Did you like Winter Soldier? Um, you know, I haven't seen Winter Soldier. There, I mean, there, there are some that I, I haven't seen. I did skip some, yeah. It's just... did, did you like Ragnarok, though? You... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I very much but enjoyed it. But you weren't it. crazy about it. No, I enjoyed it. I, again, I, I just didn't think it was amazing. Like, to, to get to yeah. that level, I don't know. I just... It was really enjoyable. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we uh, what else? What else have we missed? What happened in your life? Well, so we were out. So I. So well. I mean, this is going to lead toward the next big part of the conversation. Right. But before we do that, before, before we, we before jump we into potty training, which yeah. is a perfect segment for our fiftieth uh, episode because it goes back to our poop roots. As so. you said, yeah, we're rooted in shit. Yeah, which, we are. Which is very <laughs> true. It's actually. I don't uh, think you'd want anything actually rooted in shit, but we are. So a, there you go. A lot of our a lot of our early reviews pointed that out. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I would argue actually that being rooted in shit is a great thing because that's the nitrogen cycle and that's oh, the fucking circle of life, John. That's, all right, so that's you know fair. what? Have some, some respect for Mother fertilizer. Nature. All right. He has risen indeed. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that really <laughs> came around. See, here's the problem. So I, I, you know, I ate beforehand, and now I'm like tired from eating. I know. Food. There's I'm, really like, no good. There's way like to no do this. good way to do this. Like I, I already know. forgot what I was talking about. Oh, oh, so uh, okay, we got a new TV. That's something I wanted to bring up. TV. Yeah. Okay. So. I, I might have mentioned on this before, but our, our telev- our main like family room television came with the house. Um, and at first I was like, wow, what a nice gesture. You're like leaving your flat screen TV yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So we like put our other one like upstairs and, uh, you know, we were like, this will be like our new entertainment center. Because it was a nice Philips television. Sure. And then I was like looking at, this, looking at the serial number and I was like, okay, it's 12 years old. And I was like, well, you know, I'll just switch the TV from upstairs downstairs. It won't be that big of a deal. Yeah. And then I tried to remove it from the wall. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. This it is actually so, is the wall. It is built. They built because the guy was a fucking builder. Yeah. He built a wall like for the television. Oh, so, man. So, like, everything was wired into, like, not the drywall, like the separate, like, fucking frontispiece that he built. Wow. Um, so I could not get the TV off. And this was like multiple <laughs> times over the last few years. I've been like, you know, we, I don't have to get rid of this TV. It's, it works okay. It's yeah. just incredibly old because it's from 2004, this yeah, TV. Yeah, that's an old TV. Uh, it's really old. And like, and it's just, it's getting it's worse projector and worse. Screen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I, can't, I can't get it off the wall. So I would periodically try to just switch it with the upstairs television. I could not get it off the wall. There were no manuals for the type of mount that it had because so, it was so, so old. So would this just be like a multi-hour, like at the end of it, you're just frustrated, you know, fuck yes, it, fuck yeah. it, we'll leave it And I would be back there with flashlights and I'd be like poking around at things and I would go online and I would look up diagrams of the mounting of what looked to be the rack that it was mounted on which I've done a million I've put a million of those racks up like I know how they work yeah this predates the the racks that you and I have worked with because yeah. we were children when this thing came out okay <laughs> so there's like nothing online about these things out of the wall saw I was tra- literally thinking about that I was yeah. like you know I have power tools you know yeah. maybe it's time to do that um, and, and I was like you know this TV like sometimes it doesn't turn on it's time to get a new, a new television and I've been putting it off because the last time we looked at TVs was like four years ago, and I wanted to get a four K a four K television. Yeah, and they were, I mean, unbelievably expensive back then. Like this is you know like four thousand five thousand right. dollars. And now they're so much cheaper. Right. And yeah. but it's something I hadn't really thought about because I haven't really been looking at televisions yeah. in a while. So I was like, well, I wonder. Like I'll just ballpark it. Like let's see what I can get. And I go on like the you know BJ's wholesale website, and they're like a, like twenty dollars for a fucking sixty five. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, yeah. whoa. I know. So Dangerous. Uh, so I like you know I got I got like our dream TV. It's fucking beautiful. It's got a curved screen, Samsung uh, OLED, screen. 
4K, baby. Those are beautiful. Um, and it was like nothing. It yeah. was like 400 something dollars. Yeah. For a fucking 55 inch television. It's Amazing. unbelievable. But I still had to get the other one off the wall. But so, so now I had like the new TV was like sitting there. It's like gleaming, the fucking curved screen catching the light. <laughs> I was like so excited. I was like, I'm going to get this old piece of shit off the wall no matter what it takes. So I basically just pushed as hard as I could on the <laughs> side of the metal bracket. I was like, Micah, just like wait there in case it falls off the wall. Oh, that's good. I'm glad it you will at kill least you because it's 4,000 pounds. But, you know, just, you know, rest in peace. Just put a helmet on. <laughs> um, and I'm pushing. And then, and then something just kind of jiggles and then pops out. And uh, and I I still to this day have no clue what it actually was. I think I just broke the thing. But it actually came out. But it actually came wow. off the wall. And then we got the new one up. And, and now then it's like, crushed Micah. And then she, yeah, rest, rest in, in peace. peace yeah. Yeah, yeah, Press F uh, to pay respects. And, uh, and now it's like living in fucking outer space. It's so amazing getting to watch movies on this thing. So the first thing we watched That's was awesome. Into the Spider-Verse of 4K. Uh, and, uh, you know, which we've watched since we got it at home, like, a dozens of times of course, on a shitty yeah. old television. And even in that context, because it's so beautiful, it still looked good. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, you know, we, we had a, a big family conversation. We're like, this is the first time we're going to get to watch it on like, something on our new television. What's it going to be? And unanimously, obviously, like, Spider Verse. I could have told you that. Yeah, it's pretty pretty clear favorite. But it was just so different. And what I, what I, to me, the biggest change was the refresh rate. Because mm. on, on old TV, like, I feel like our old one was like, you know, it would refresh like once every second. You know, <laughs> it was like so shitty. But now, like with the 60 hertz refresh rate, it's so vivid and quick. And yeah. there's like no motion blur. Yeah. Like Jude was saying, it looks like it's in slow motion, but it's moving at normal speed. Because it's true, because you can see everything that's happening. So did it you know? does it not do that annoying thing where Upscaling? maybe this is the higher refresh rate, but no, it's where it actually looks less organic and more like computer generated. Right. It reminds me of playing a video game. Yeah. A lot of new ones where they have this like it's so smooth. And maybe it's just that I need to adjust to it. But when I've seen some of the newer TVs with like 120, the 120 gigahertz, maybe yeah. that's the it's one. 120 hertz. I can't remember now. But yeah, um, it, it, so so that that was a reason why I wanted a 60 hertz because yeah. I didn't want it to be like too. Yeah, and also the upscaling. I, I wanted to have a TV that you could like turn upscaling off pretty right. easily because sometimes that looks like shit. Too, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. when I'm watching a DVD. Uh, Sixty was a really good midpoint for me. Yeah, I feel like good to know. If you're really close to it, you can. It, it's it's a little bit jarring depending on what else is going on with the right. with the picture processing. But just from like a normal viewing distance, yeah, things just look great and vivid. We were, we were watching the new um, Our Planet documentary. Oh on yeah, it's so beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, and I was like, we're fucking day one. We're gonna watch a fucking beautiful. British documentary. Yes. And was it in 4K? Tim Berners-Lee. What's that? Is it in 4K? Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. and also it's cool. The first time you log in, do you have a 4K TV? No. The first time you log in, first off, get one because they're like three dollars. <laughs> um, when you log into Netflix again, it'll ask you if you want to upgrade. Yeah. And I was and thinking, oh no way. And it, well, it was only four dollars more, five dollars right. more. I was like, you know what? Sure. I'm sure it looks amazing. It looks amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. So that was fun. That was that was a yeah. Night. So so I can kind of use that as a, as my little transition leaping off point, if you'd like. I have one other thing I have oh, to yeah, share yeah, yeah, just yeah. before do I it, forget to because it was just this great moment that happened at Easter. So <clears throat> with these family get-togethers, I um you know we uh, Bethany has two sisters who both have little kids, and right. so it just gives you know our kids this great bunch of cousins, um, and we have another good friend uh, with a daughter who's a cousin as well, very mm-hmm. close, and they just it's just awesome you know being all together. Um, and also, it like it relieves some of the burden of parenting. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> because the kids' age range from, um, I guess Luke is the youngest at eighteen months right. up to eight years, <laughs> and so they can actually the older kids, you know, can like kind of watch the younger kids to some extent. 
I mean, you know, within reason. <laughs> yeah, maybe um, not completely unsupervised. If you've got them in, like, different rooms or whatever, you know, you don't right. you don't have to supervise them as much is my point. Uh, right. Um, good God, will I, you stop I, I, this? I ate before we recorded, John. I'm sorry. Hold it in. Every time I'm burping, General Gauchaus comes out. And I'm puking. It smells good. This is, like, right I'm back to, to the tangent I'm trying to dislodge my days. rice. It's not, People it's are not just going to stop listening. That's true. i got to choose something. So then um, the kids wanted to go outside, and they were playing outside for a little bit, and... Uh, they went back out for like right after we were done eating. They you know immediately wanted to go back outside, and like I was still eating because it takes me an hour to eat. You've seen me. You're very slow, and also yeah. you had strep. Um, and yeah, that's true. You're you right. were running 112 degrees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you so, also burn hot? Do you run hot um, when you get a fever? No, no, no. I don't know where Grace What's the highest you've ever had. Ever? Yeah. I can't even remember. Maybe 104s. I don't. I mean, I don't know. As a I had kid, a 104 maybe. a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that was. And crazy. you're still alive to tell the tale. I was hospitalized, but I, I made it. You know. Shit. That's intense. Yeah, we still don't know what it was. <laughs> it, it, it was it was here and gone within like two hours. I was playing outside with wow. Jude, uh-huh. and I got like a little bit kind of lightheaded, and so I laid down, and I was just like, I felt like so bad, so fast. And Micah took my temperature, and it was like 104. I think so the I go speed to the of it is a big deal too, right? If it comes yeah. that fast, that's well, they thought crazy. it could have been meningitis or something. Oh, so they did all these tests, and they're like, yeah, your fever is like crazy hot, but like we'll keep you hydrated, you know, and. uh and it just passed, and I had to stay, you know, for most of the night. And I came home, and it was damn. Over. But yeah, typically I don't run that run that high. So the kids are outside; yeah. they don't have fevers, thankfully, That's good. that I know of. And no uh, human torch going on. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there were a couple adults as well, you know, family friends, and they were out there playing with them. So I felt like, all right, I can actually like enjoy this meal a little bit and uh, talk to other adults, which was nice. Yeah. And um, so all the kids are outside, and all of a sudden, the eight year old who is just like such a nurturing, really into the little kids. Um, and, and it's just so much fun to see now because I remember when he was, you know, he was the first one to the yeah, family right. and I remember holding him as a little baby and now he's like this eight year old who's, you know, an nurturing yeah. the other ones. Yeah. An adult basically. Yeah. And all of a sudden he comes running in and we're all still at the table and, uh, they, he calls me uncle boo boo. Um, <laughs> that's another story. And it's not actually even a story. I don't even remember exactly how it started, but they call me uncle boo boo, which I'm just waiting for like, when is the moment, you know, is it going to be like their teenage years with like, Hey, uncle boo boo. uncle boo boo. I don't know when that's going to stop, but he comes running into the door from outside and he just goes, uncle boo boo, Luke's going to do it. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's totally out of context and I have zero idea what he's saying, but he's basically like, come quick. Luke's going to do it. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, is he going to bungee jump? Does he have a keg? Is he going to like, you know, is, is he upside down? Um, and so, you know, it was just, I, I go out and look and he's like trying to get Luke to go down this like really tall slide oh. and Luke doesn't really want to do it. But just this totally out of context, like, Luke's going to do it. You know, it was like a teenage, like a college kid <laughs> yeah, coming in. Right, right. Hey, Uncle Bobo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, I was he's got like a beer funnel. He's like, exactly. <laughs> I was imagining all the kids around him just like <laughs> waiting for drink, him. Drink, yeah. Drink, yeah. But it turned out to just be a slide. So he was okay. And he, and Luke did not do it for the record because he, he got did up not there. Do it. No, he got up there wow. and he was like, I think this is going to hurt me. So I'm not going to do this. Good for him. Good for him. I mean, kind of, you know. Some prefrontal cortex there. Yeah, good. That, that's good inhibition control. Yeah, for a one-year-old, bro. A, a nineteen. How old is he? Eighteen months. Eighteen months. Eighteen yeah. months now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was seventeen months for four months. Now I think he's moved on. He's right, now, right, he's right. Eighteen. Yeah. So I feel like this is going to be one of those things we talked about these family lexicon. You know, these little sayings or whatever that we have in our families, and I feel like this is just going to be one in, in these moments, <laughs> random moments in Luke's life. I'm just going to be like, Luke's going to do Luke's it. Luke's going to do it. And you yeah. look up and he's like hanging out of an airplane. He's like, Dad. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, we, we had some fun Easter stuff too. We went to, we, you know, so we, uh, we get together at, uh, Joey's and, uh, house every Saturday before yeah. Easter. 
Oh, so all, like, all the kids get together and they and they have fun. We do the Easter egg hunt. For know, the way you things. said that the first time, you said every Saturday before Easter, and my mind immediately went to like you know the thirty Saturdays before Easter. <laughs> yeah, right, you right. Know? Just yeah, for fifty one weeks we did this. <laughs> Just preparing for Easter. <laughs> we drive almost to New York. It's every as single big week. as Halloween, right? Yeah, right. Um, and that was really fun. And it's interesting watching similarly how the ages of the kids as as they grow up and as like more ranks are added to them because yeah. now there's like you know, nine kids or something. When we oh yeah. There. The ranks. Right. And, uh, and, and like the sort of, and like, uh, his eldest daughter, Joe, Joey's eldest daughter is now going into high school next oh, year. Oh man. And I feel like, it, I feel like it was just, you know, blink of an eye ago that I was like holding her as a, as an yeah. infant. It's crazy how fast it goes. But now she's like basically an adult. Yeah. So she can like really help oversee That's things. Awesome. Um, and like the kids who used to be like the little kids in there are now like nine, you know? Yeah. Um, at seven, like they were like kind of supervisory, and now even Jude is like one of the big kids. Like we do the Easter egg hunt, you know, in two stages, right? You do yep, the little yep. kids and the big kids. Yep. And like Jude is like in the big kids groups now. Wow. And, uh, and it's crazy, but um, it's amazing. Were... And those transitions where they're like a little too young sometimes for the big group, but they still try to catch up. And yeah. like just seeing all the dynamics play out, it's fascinating. It is sort of like Lord of the Flies. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> it's yeah. nice. And trying not to intervene too much. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's funny because we still do this thing. I don't know if you do this where. Every time, like we did this at at um, my in laws' house yesterday, um, where the kids are off playing, you know they're all in like a big group somewhere, and then it's like you you finally get to that point where you're able to be okay with that. Yeah, where you're just like okay, like they're screaming, I hear breaking glass. Like there's a it's circle okay. of kids and two in the middle fighting each <laughs> yeah, other. Yeah, there's there's visible fire yeah, in the, in the middle of the circle. Yeah. Um, but you're like kind of okay with it, and then it like hits you that you just haven't seen your kids in a while. Yep, and you get that moment of like panic, and then you have to kind of like be like, okay, I would know if something was wrong. Right, they're within like 400 feet of me right now. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, probably yeah, yeah. okay. But even then, still, I'll be like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Then I get up and I just like look. Uh, you know? <laughs> and <laughs> my favorite was last night. Um, I couldn't. I didn't know where Henry was. You know, so so I asked Mike as as we ask each other every two Climbing minutes. Up the, the <laughs> yeah. side of the building. He's definitely the Luke is going to do it. In the scenario, <laughs> yep, yep, Henry, yep. Henry is always Henry's already, has always done it. Yeah. At that point. <laughs> <laughs> Henry did it, Dad. Hey, Boo Boo. He's still alive. Um, somehow. But uh, but I, I didn't know where he was, and so I was like Jude, you know, and Jude's like yeah, you know, and um, I'm like, do you know where Henry is? And he's like no, and I'm like oh shit, okay, now I got to find Henry. So like we're all level looking for two Henry. search. Nobody can find him. And then it turns out that he's holed up in the in like the den, which has like one point of entry to it, with a fucking Nerf gun. <laughs> he's waiting by the cat on the couch with a Nerf gun pointed at the door. Oh my god! I was like Henry, Henry, put it down. And he's like, no, Dad, no, Dad. He's naked, of course, because he's potty training. And he's got um, a stash of candy behind him or yeah. something. And he's like hopped up on chocolate. It's like Henry, how did you get in here? He's like, I don't want to go back, Daddy. It's like the, it's like back. the Scarface scene, you know. It's just a, it's just sugar instead. Yeah, he's got right. it all up his all nose his and everything, yeah. and he's just ready to fucking. He's got his Tommy gun, Nerf gun, everybody. Um, but they they had been playing Nerf guns, which I'm also like not thrilled about if doing that unsupervised. But whatever, you know, I, I'll I'll be okay with it. Yeah. But like the older kids. And the younger, younger kids that were not Henry had already, like, moved on from that. But he was still, like, very much in, like, the nerf. He, like, thought that, like, nobody was attacking him because he had found this perfect defensible <gasps> oh, position. That's so, so he funny. was really, like, camped out in yeah, this fucking family yeah. room, in this den. So that, was, that was a funny moment. That's amazing. Right Just one hack. Well, let's transition then to him pooping all over your uh, Yeah, house. let's do it. So as I've been mentioning for 12 weeks now, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I wanted to use my vacation time this year. And I took this last week off specifically uh, to be home with Jude while he was home from kindergarten on school break, but also to help potty train Henry to kind of get things rolling on that because Henry had kind of been expressing some furtive interest in it, you yeah. know, along the way. And how old is he now? And he's two and a half. Right. And he'd had a couple of probably accidental 
um, that's shifts usually in the how potty. it starts. Yeah, but like, but he, but but when with our nanny, she was like, you know, are you potty training Henry? This is like four months ago. And we're like, no, and she's like, because he's like shitting in the toilet and flushing it. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, nanny, you don't say shitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, she didn't say that. Isn't it but, so um, funny, though, when the nanny or, you know, daycare in our case is just like, have you done this yet? And it's always just the moment where you're like, oh, shit, I'm supposed to be doing that, aren't I? Yeah, I know. Yeah, like, did you know that you can, you know, dress your child now? <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so that would happen a few times, and she would send these pictures of him, like, just sitting on, like, the big toilet, you know, going to the bathroom, which yeah. is kind of crazy. So I figured, you know, I'll be home. I'll be able to kind of, like, clean up after him, and we can yeah. kind of try it out. And I had some memory of what we'd done with Jude. You know, I, I talked to a few Did people about it. Did you use this um, tactic or strategy, rather? Yeah, basically the same stuff. Yeah. Um, but where, I, where I also, you would, like, have him just be naked for a couple days kind of thing? Yeah. And, yeah. Just, and just remove carpets, you know, yep. as, as as much as possible. Um, <laughs> You've already removed some, as we've heard about. Yes. Oh, my God, that's right. Yeah, the poop carpet. Yeah. Um, yeah, we never replaced that, actually. I forgot. We, should, we have to get a new carpet for that. You might as well wait until he's I'll wait until trained. he's done with this, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, and I figured, we'll kind of, like, I'll take it easy. And, and as we've talked about on the show so many times, I'll be, I'll try to be responsive to him. So, yeah. I'll, like, I'll try to, like, take cues about, you know, what he's doing. We made a little chart. This is Micah's idea because she has the good ideas. We made a Naturally. chart to track, you know, how many accidents there were versus how many successful completions. Oh, interesting. Were, right? Okay. And, I hadn't uh, heard of that kind of chart before. Yeah. And it was like, you know, and, and then every time he would successfully do it, you know, we would give him like a treat. Yep. Um, but and when he doesn't, we would... we put him in the in the garbage and right. leave him outside for the, for okay, the vultures, yep. the coyotes. Um, it's a bit extreme, but okay. Yeah, well, that's how we roll. I was know? just expecting like a ruler to the butt or something. Yeah, just that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that sounded yeah, awful. That's all, that also sounds, somehow that sounds worse than the garbage <laughs> really can does. with the vultures. It I don't really know does. why. It really does. I was um, going to say ruler to the hand, but then I'm like, well, potty butt. And anyway, keep going. <laughs> keep going. His butt's so cute, too. Oh, my God. Little, I know. Little those baby little baby butts. butts. Oh, God, so fucking adorable. They really are. Um, but unfortunately, during potty training time, as you know, uh, they, they go from being adorable to being sources of endless <laughs> nightmares <laughs> and no more laundry being left. So the first, so here's like, the, the, I was like, you know, we went to Fun Spot for a few days, had a nice little trip. <laughs> Naturally. You yeah. Did. <laughs> typical, you know, February or whatever typical month Typical staycation for you. Yeah. Just a little Fun Spot. <laughs> New Hampshire did some yeah. serious hiking. Um, you know, we come back and I'm like, you know, I have a few days. It's about to be Holy Week and I have to sing a million services. Right. So like I'm going to take the daytime when I'm not there singing and really just be with the boys and just have like a nice relaxing time, help Henry with the potty training, not stress out too much about it. Yeah. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. If we don't, if he doesn't successfully get potty trained by the end of, of this week, it's fine. You right, know, we'll right. try again at some point. And I tried to really check in with him a lot throughout it, too. Where I'm like, do you want to like keep trying or, or no? Because it's okay. You know, it's okay if you yeah. don't want to. And he wanted to. He did. Okay. Um, and the first day went like pretty well. I basically like my plan was, you know, before making him kind of go full ass naked for this, maybe we'll yeah. try with pants on, you know, yeah, just yeah. and nothing else, just like pajama bottoms. You right. Know? Um, and like we ran out of laundry within like 20 minutes of that. So <laughs> that, I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, but you know, there, there were a couple of successful, you know, of like near successes and minor successes that first day, which was great. Okay. Um, unfortunately, you know, there was like, there were shit incidents, there were pee incidents, there was some chaos. The new TV. The new, the new TV was a, a litter box stained, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, why are you smearing the television, Henry? Uh. Um, but it was, you know, it was, it was pretty good. And, and then for some reason, the second day things devolved a little bit, yeah. which was interesting. So he went from, uh. Getting re- he, he he basically wouldn't sit on the potty unless we had a reward already like in place. Oh, they're always gaming the reward system. I know, and he's he's doing this a shit ton lately. He's yeah. like he's 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 definitely getting the, getting the hang of it. He's a good haggler. But I was like, well, okay, you know, I'm not going to give you marshmallows or candy, you know, before you go to the bathroom. But you can yeah. watch something on my phone with me while you try it, so you're not going to be sitting there bored. You yeah, know? sure. 
Um, and of course, I was thinking we'll watch like, you know, the David Attenborough nature documentaries or something, but he wanted to watch these fucking YouTube videos that he'd seen at his grandparents' oh, house. Yeah. And uh, which I hate. But I was like, you know, he's going through a lot this week. I was trying to remember, like, this is hard for him. It's probably embarrassing for him to not be making it to the potty. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll be there next to him during this. But the, here's the thing is that, like, in addition to this, the, when we potty trained Jude, there was no other kid there. Yep. Having another kid there, as we've discussed m- many times lately especially, it makes things so different. Everything. It is so different. And especially when I'm alone with both of the kids. Yep. And Jude's on vacation from school, so he's like looking to do stuff and it's so fucking hard to do anything when you're potty training a kid because yeah. you can't really leave you know if you do then you have to do the pull up and that throws everything off again because yeah. then it's like then the first thing you do is shit and pee in the pull up exactly and then they're just in diapers again. so what'd you do so it's not like we could, couldn't do that but yeah. i really wanted to have at least one day where we did not leave you know and we played how in the did yard you respond to that he was like super stir crazy and i don't i don't blame him you yeah. know yeah because like not only was he stuck during his vacation like inside but also like with a brother who's shitting on the couch you know what <laughs> i mean like it's just like not an ideal situation yep yep um and also like a dad who's like jude we can't play you know video games for 12 hours today like we're, we're gonna have to like do other activities too right right you know but then like and so then we would go like in into like their bedroom and something and henry would start peeing on the carpet up there and i'd be like yeah. fuck like i left the wipe sensors because like th- we had this kind of this like little uh almost like a travel kit for like wherever we were in the house oh yeah, so, you know, yeah. so i'd have That's like smart. the potty i'd have the <laughs> tissues i'd have like the, a pull-up in case there was some sort of a disaster it's still all just on your back <laughs> yeah strapped right. to your like back. a sherpa you know yeah exactly and so we're going up and down as you know like all the stairs in our fucking yeah. place um and uh so so that was like a challenge and also just like when a mess would happen so for so this this happened at least once or twice we'd be eating and jude would spill his food uh-huh. and then henry would also have an accident uh and they the would both, moment. for some reason, immediately start moving around. Ugh, I'm like, guys, always. just just don't move. Just stay. I know. I have to go get the wipes, you know. So I'm getting the wipes, and then, you know, Henry's fucking slipping in urine on the floor. <laughs> Dude's knocking cereal over. They're crying. I'm like, oh, my God. Um, so that was a little bit of, of an adaptive situation as well. But um, the second day, so like I mentioned, Henry wanted to be rewarded before going. He wanted to watch the videos. And so, yep. and he's also in a phase now as a two-year-old where he was like throwing huge fits about things, right? Mm. So like I, I was kind of constantly in the situation where I was thinking, is it worth kind of quote unquote giving in to him and letting him watch this shitty YouTube thing yeah. while he sits there? Knowing full well that he doesn't have to go to the bathroom. He just wants to watch the YouTube video. Ugh, you that's know? the worst, yeah. And it's like I can tell when that's it's the case. It's the worst you know? because, well, I'm glad you can tell because that for me has been a really hard one where for a while, I would I would be like, all right, you know, it's been like 20 minutes. I'm sure Grace does not actually have to poop and just right. wants to like hang out here, you know, and do whatever she's doing. Right. And then, without fail, every time I've questioned that, she really has had to poop. Yep. And so I just stopped because I'm like, all right, I got to trust her, you know. But, I, but I'm not she saying. Also, but was she watching things while she was doing it? No, she wasn't watching. I forget what she was doing. Maybe reading a book or something. Like you know, she was doing something that right. was. She was like doing homework. Yeah, she, exactly. She was like she was writing her taxes. Cookbook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was writing a cookbook. Exactly. Yeah. Which you know, it happens Back on, to the, on the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Potty training for experts. <laughs> um, so that that was interesting. But you know, we kind of got got past that. Got the tally looking a little bit better in terms of successes. Got the tally looking better. Um, and uh, and he started kind of getting into it. I also noticed. I had a kind of a little bit of a breakthrough this week. A breakthrough. A breakthrough, where I realized because on on uh, on Tuesday, which was the first day of this process, um, or Wednesday rather, 
I was like really angry a lot of the day, even, and I was trying really hard not to act like it, not yeah. to evince how angry the I was. The emotional part of it, man. That for me is the biggest takeaway, the emotional. Just the there's frustration. There's so much emotion in it all on your end and their end. So right. what did you do? It's, you got it's angry? frustrating. But, I, but the anger that I felt wasn't, it didn't have any, even have anything to do with the fact that I was like cleaning shit up and doing laundry all day. It was more that neither of them were listening at all. Yeah. During it, you know, because when you think from like the abstract from the, the outside before you're in a situation like this, you, you, you're not thinking of the fact that like your kids aren't doing anything that you're asking them to do. Yeah. You know? Like that's like this layer of complication that like you just don't think about. Right. And then it's happening and like neither of them are listening. They're both being like dicks about things. Yep. And it goes from being this like really nice, fun experience to being very frustrating. And I realized that in trying so hard to make sure Jude was listening I was not having, I was holding Henry to the same standards, basically. Mm. And Henry isn't listening to anything yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. And he's not being a dick about it, but he's just not listening. He's just right. a two-year-old who will look at you while you say something, and then he'll just not do anything related to what you're talking about. Yeah, you know? yeah. And um, so I was getting as angry at, at Henry about that as I would have been getting had Jude been doing that. And Jude was just sort of not listening a little bit because he was on vacation and he was cranky, you know. Right, but he's also capable of it, right? He's capable of it. He's age. just in a different place in his in his life. And so yeah. I and I, I realized, like, I cannot go this whole week every day feeling this frustrated the whole time, you yeah. know? Even, even though I was trying really hard not to blow up and not to get aggravated and I was trying to be patient, like, they pick up on, like, the negative energy. Oh, absolutely. You know? I mean, I remember this. Uh, this would happen, you know, with Grace. We didn't necessarily, like, do it for a full weekend. It just didn't work out that way. But we definitely, you know, would try during moments in a weekend where she would not be wearing a pull-up. And I remember I really had to, like, hold down the frustration of, like, you know, even just having to clean it up, I got frustrated by. Yeah. And I tried my best not to, like, show that. But there were certain instances where, you know, you would just ask, like, do you have to pee? Mm -hmm. And they would say no. And then they just pee. And it, it is frustrating. Time. Yeah, it's frustrating. And, and Bethany was better about, you know... Um, containing that or whatever. And frankly, for me, that's just something I've always had to work on in terms of, because my mom would always, I remember still, you know, if we spilled something or things even that were accidental, she would get like mad or frustrated, right. you know, because it was a mess. Right. And so I, I carry that and I try to check myself on it, but I still catch myself, you know, when the kids clearly do something even by accident. Mm -hmm. And I'm much better about it. Um, you know, I don't, I don't have the Gandalf, Bilbo Baggins, uh, right. storm cloud moment as right. much. But but then what happens is you start if you get frustrated like you said they pick up on it mm -hmm. and I feel like that the whole act of going to the potty just becomes loaded with all this emotional <laughs> <Literally>. baggage right. yeah <laughs> <laughs> right and then it's like oh you're making it into a bigger deal and then there's more pressure and more stress around it for them right right and, and that's and, where and it's, it's hard and it's becoming it's becoming a, a pressure point you know yes and and I realized the first day that that was sort of what it was turning into that it was be, it was becoming sort of a totem to a much larger issue which was this whole like not listening and not you know and, and not communicating needs effectively and like them not listening to what I was saying and blah you know yeah so I was talking to Micah and I was like I think tomorrow morning I'm gonna wake up the kids and I'm gonna have a talk with Jude before Henry is like listening and I'm, I'm gonna tell him that I'm going to treat Henry differently this yeah. week and I'm gonna be uh, really as honest with him as I can because I know Jude is smart enough to get that, and yep. I, I think he will appreciate it. And so I did, and I had this really nice conversation where it was just Jude and I in the morning. Henry, because Henry sleeps like a college kid, like I say, <laughs> so he was asleep <laughs> till like ten o'clock, you know. That's so awesome. Jude and I like sat down, and I was like, I am. Henry is not going to listen as well as you will this week, and I want you to know that like I'm going to be noticing that, and I'm not gonna get as angry at him because he's littler than you, yeah, and he's also stressed out about the potty right now, yeah. So he's in a different place, and he might not be able to say that to you, but I want you to know 
that I don't, I'm not treating him differently because I love him more, because I like him more or anything like that. It's purely just because he's got a lot of other things in his mind. And I need you to listen extra hard to help him to remember to listen. Mm. But if you see me not getting mad at him, don't think it's because I don't care because I don't notice. It's because I'm just allowing him to focus on other things this week you know and i'm telling all of those up and i will explode <laughs> and i will have a fucking there will be huge measure yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so he, was really, he was really mature about it and oh, and great. the second day was great in that regard i wasn't yeah. frustrated and also i was just like i needed to i need to get over myself you know i needed to get out of my I own way i think that's the getting over yourself thing i've found is such a that's such an important takeaway too it i mean i know i come back to the dalai lama all the time but <laughs> um but that's the thing about the expectations right and like yeah. and the way that reality plays out and the distance between those two and and you know in a way like shifting your expectations around it and and realizing oh yeah this is a two-year-old right because really you're getting frustrated and you have control over that frankly right right and so that was a moment where you recognize that and then adapt it it sounds like and he clearly doesn't have control over that yeah clearly like, this is this is not something that henry's not waking up and thinking to himself i hate my dad and i'm not going to listen to him right like he just wanted to have fun and he wanted to like exercise autonomy yeah and he also like doesn't process language as quickly as Jude does, and he's just in a different place in his life. Right. And um, and and it is up to me as the parent and as a person in some degree of control of the situation <laughs> to like chill out and to fucking deal with it. You know. Yeah. So that was great. Although what's funny is that the second day Henry had tons of accidents, even more than the first day. So then I, in keeping with this theme of trying to like be vocal about it, I talked to Henry kind of at length, and I was like, "Listen, we're not going to watch YouTube videos anymore." Yeah. Um, and of course he was like miserable about that. And I was like, I don't think that it's like great for you to watch that as much as you are. And I think that you're smarter than that. And that like you're, you, you can have a lot of interesting things without looking at these videos of people opening surprise eggs all day. <laughs> and, um, and also like, you know, it's a chance to look for other ways to like find rewards to get excited about, you know? Um, and he was okay with that. So, uh, so we kept going and. Um, he's been doing great and he's, he went to the potty before I left, you know, today and last nice. night and, uh, and he, he traveled quite a bit, still somewhat being potty traveled the world. appropriate. He traveled the world, yeah. you know, but he, but he used the potty at my parents' house. He used the potty at his, at his, oh, uh, that's awesome. his parents' house and, um, he's really excited about it. Yeah. He feels really proud and it's not perfect at all yet. You know, that's but, the thing with potty training, right? You like you imagine that it's going to be this weekend, and then it'll all be smooth. Or, or in our case, we did a chart where we had, uh, you know, maybe like three weeks on it or something, mm-hmm. and we thought you she would just get a sticker every time. Uh, every time she goes a full day um, with the potty, which I was always skeptical of because it's like I'd rather do something on a per potty basis yeah. rather than a full day. But we tried it out with a full day right and, from the beginning. Uh, pretty much, pretty early wow. on, yeah. So we're like, you know, if you go all day today, you get a star. Um, and that didn't really work because of course, like, you know, there's ups and downs within each day. And so then it's kind of sucks cause you know, they might go all day and not have an accident and then all of a sudden have an accident later in the day and now right. you don't get a star. So Just I slap them with a ruler on the ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we were doing, um, at daycare, she was doing like chocolate chips, you know, you get a chocolate chip each time or something mm-hmm. like that. I think we did that at home for a little while and, uh, and things like worked out okay for us, but None of it really felt like it was clicking. Like, you know, she was going more and more and getting excited, and eventually she pooped, which was a big deal. Yeah. But then it started, like, gradually uh, regressing, and mm-hmm. she, you know, used the, uh, she'd just go on her pull-up again. And what we found is, like, after a while, we started getting more worried about it, you know, because she was getting older. And then we just kind of, like, backed off of it and tried not to just, again, load it with so much emotion mm-hmm. and pressure 
Um, and just like thinking, you know, she's going to do it when she's going to do it. She's not going to be a 40-year-old who doesn't know how to use right. the potty, right. <laughs> I hope. Um, and yeah, that felt good. You know, it felt right to me that we would just like, we certainly we tried to keep encouraging her and asking her the question along the way. Um, but we just kind of like waited until she felt ready, you know, yeah. and, and that, you know, and eventually she did. And she, and from then on, she was totally fine. Mm-hmm. But for her, it just, you know, you come in with all this expectation. She had met a lot of her milestones early. Um, and also we've heard girls oftentimes will get potty trained sooner. I don't know if that's true. So we went with the expectation that it would be it's quick. probably true. And and it ended up happening over a you know a much longer time than we thought. Right. Um, but it was fine. And it's funny because I'm sure that it could have happened more quickly than that if you had been more punitive yeah, about it. Right? Probably. But like and and maybe and I, 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 I don't even I know, know. I know that I will get pushback. You yeah. know, for being so lax, and I, we already did get some unsolicited feedback on it. You yeah, know, you will. <laughs> and uh, and I'm like, I would much re- because. Who fucking cares, honestly? Like at the I end know. of the day, like he's he he has months and months till he has to go to preschool. That's the only thing. He's that okay. Matters. Yeah, that part is like the only thing I can think of that really matters. But he gets the he gets why to do it. Yeah. He feels proud when he does. Yeah. He's a kid, he doesn't have perfect control over it. And also like he doesn't always I mean, he's much worse at night than he is in the morning because yeah. he's tired. Like right. it, there are vicissitudes in this process, just like there are yeah. in anything. And like they're kids. It's so it's okay if there's a slippery, you know, <laughs> I don't know about slippery floor. It's okay if there's if there's if there are issues along the way because yeah. it'll happen when it happens. But setting good kind of groundwork at this point, I feel yeah. like is helpful. I think so. And I feel like I did that like last week and Micah too. Like it I feel like we, like we kinda it. like we had a good we're going into this new week now and like we'll see what happens. But but Henry gets it and he's proud. And he's I think excited. keeping it a positive experience. Like I know next time around with Luke I'll focus more on that. Keeping it a positive experience rather than um trying to like, you know, pressure that her him into it. Um, and make him feel bad when he doesn't, because I just don't think that helps. Right, I really right. don't. You know, and and you know, somebody said something um, the other day on on Reddit that that resonated with me. Where they were like, uh, you know, she was saying how she was kind of yeah, she was getting angry because her kid who was like in kindergarten kept um, like getting toothpaste on the sink, which is something that is perpetually a frustration with Jude. <laughs> it's so gross. Like, I know, and it just it just like if he just got on the stool and on his tiptoes a little more like he would yeah. clear the lip of the sink but yeah, because yeah, he doesn't yeah, do that yeah. there's always like this you know, Grace toothpaste. yeah which isn't like Grace terrible, can't even technically do it so I can't complain <laughs> yeah but you will like she can't stand tall enough to actually you know so I you know it has to happen right right it's just like a little bit annoying yeah but but um, but she was mentioning how she was like getting angry at her kid about it and then one day her kid was like I, I be patient with me mommy I'm little oh and she was like, "Whoa, I'm a bitch." Because <laughs> it's true, but we become we become that. bitches, you know. We do, we uh, do. without realizing it, because well, we're not little assholes too. To let's be honest, right? I mean, Again, it's not like they're listening perfectly during this, yeah, right? Exactly. But like, but they, they frustrate. They know how to push the buttons. But we could all learn a lot in our lives, I think, from being in general more radically empathetic like that. So, and when I say radically empathetic, I, I mean it truly, like not just looking at it like it's us in somebody else's shoes. But like looking at somebody else's shoes for what they are, you know? Yeah. So, for example, if if I'm talking to somebody with a different, you know, opinion about something and judging them a lot, and then I try to kind of traditionally empathize by by being like, well, how would I feel if this were happening right. to me? Right. Yeah. Like that's, it's not like that's not helpful. Which isn't really empathy. <laughs> but it's not really empathy, right? It's, yeah. it's like, it's, uh, it's like designer empathy, you know? It's like, it's like, sure. it's like you pick and choose what you want. Yeah. But that is a different person. That's right. I will say, though, I think there's a distinction to be made, in my opinion, between that kind of empathy with other adults and that kind of empathy with kids in that the empathy to understand is very important. But um, I think this comes back to the classic uh, I'm not your friend thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's your favorite. 
Um, where, you know, I modified that bit to say I'm not just your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think, you know, there's a role that we play as parents that that isn't just about understanding, you know, who you are and, like, being your so-called friend or, like, you, you know, at the same level as you. Um, maybe that's not at odds at all with what you're saying. I'm not sure. I'm trying to make sense of it myself in, in terms of how we approach that. Well, explain um, what, you mean. what you mean. Well, I don't know exactly, but I, I something there struck me because I feel like there's a there's a firmness that that is helpful in setting guidelines and being a parent figure in their lives and not just simply trying to see it through their perspective, right? And and you know allowing them full autonomy, which isn't what I'm hearing you say, but right. um, I don't know. It's it's realizing that. I, to me, yeah. Again, I'm 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 not trying to get on a soapbox about this because I don't have a soapbox to stand on. If I did, I'd probably be standing on. <laughs> what the? But, f- what, what, yeah. What, didn't we stop using soapboxes a long ass time ago? Some of us did. Why soapboxes in particular? Why not milk crates? Like, what is it? It's what just is it about a soapbox? You know, it's clean. Yeah. All right. It I works. Guess. You know. All right. Keep going. Uh, no, I want a soapbox. So I used to. Uh, I I feel like I used to look at giving rules to the kids as more of sort of like a dictate where I'm like, you know, you come up with guidelines and rules and then you expect them to be followed. Yeah. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> My <laughs> soapbox. Yeah. But I think it's not about that because I think when you when you issue something like that, yeah, it's not to a vacuum, you know? Right. Obviously, your kid should be pooping in the potty at a certain age. Like that's that's something that like sure. should be happening. Otherwise we wouldn't do it at all. Yeah. Right. It's like a, it's like an objectively good thing. And if your kid is capable of it but not doing it and it even even if it looks kind of like it's a willful, you know, misbehavior or yeah. something. Yeah. Then that that's extremely frustrating because you're expecting you're saying if I were that kid, I would do that, you know? Yeah. If 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 that if that were me in that situation, I would be doing that. But the reality is, is that you're 30 years removed from that kid. Yeah. You have no idea what's actually going on for them internally, right? And uh, and to assume the worst about them, I think, is deleterious not only to your relationship with I your agree. child, but to like to their confidence in themselves and their love for themselves, or even just ignoring their perspective at all, which is also, I think, often the case where you you know a parent may not actually be trying to understand that that child you know doesn't have the self control, or like you said with Henry, is going through a lot right now, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I, so I agree with you. I think that that's like their minds are not the same as our minds are and yeah. their priorities are not the same as our priorities. That's and they right. are, they are growing and changing and paying attention to so many things and they don't see the societal import of using a toilet yet, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like it's Nor just not, they have to, right. Really. And it's good that they don't. And yeah. we should, we should be aware of that. And what, and this is something that I actually want to do an episode of this. So, so I'm, I'm informally proposing an episode right now. We talk a lot about inflexibility. Like it's a good thing. We t- I f- I f- a lot of the time you hear people say something like, oh, he's got a strong personality. Like, mm. oh, he's he's determined, you know, or he say something like, uh, you know, like, oh, she really, you know, she really has uh, she's stubborn. Like she she fights for what's right. You know, right. And I actually would argue that that's a sign of weakness. Mm. And I think actual strength comes from having the mental plasticity to understand things in a more complex way and to evolve to address them. Yeah. And I think a lot of the time a, a sort of unsolicited advice comes from people who say, like, well, why don't you just like, you know. Well, spank is like an extreme example, oh, yeah. but that that gets brought up with us sometimes with people, or they'll say, um, you know, like they're your kid, like they should do what you say. Like in in <laughs> a, in a normal world where everything is in two dimensions and it's eighteen forty seven, sure, like I get that. But right. the reality is that we understand much more about kids now than we used to. Yeah, and to understand and act upon that accordingly, it doesn't mean you're a wimp and it doesn't mean you're a weak parent. Yeah, it means you're actually a really fucking good parent. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't mean that they get to walk all over you, but it means that like that that you don't assume that they are. Yes. That's the thing. Yes, you don't assume 
that they are misbehaving because they're just malevolent little shitheads. That's right. Because they're not. Yeah. They're amazing fucking miraculous little beings, you right. know? And you have to be aware of that to parent properly, I think. I think you're right. I think I, I don't disagree with anything you just said. I think the flexibility thing resonates with me as well. In the world that we live in, we're doing a disservice to our kids to raise them in such a way that they, let's say, follow you know, or abide by certain rules, and that's sort of the judgment of their character because that's not the real world. Right. Um, and I go back to the book that I referenced, which I also want to read more and bring into this show because uh, he talks about discipline as well. This is Maskelo. Um, and it's the you know old school parenting for new age parents, or right, something like that. Right, right. Um, where he talks about being able to provide both support and direction in high levels as a parent, because I think that what you're talking about gets at the support part, and I, I and I want to make sure with my own parenting too that the directive part is there, um, not in a authoritarian kind of way, but in an authoritative way where right you know you have a lot to offer your kids right as that figure that guide. Um, that no one else is going to provide them to the mm-hmm. level that you will, and so and they need that. Fig- they need guidance. And yeah, they need, they need structure, yeah. and they need you know what I mean. Like yeah. there's there are things that they need that will help them grow into what I think what we're talking about, which is a well-rounded person. Yeah, that can adapt in the world and get around and not be an asshole. A because they're too rigid, you know, if that's the extreme, or on the other end that they just have no direction or like way of of getting you know operating right. in the world. Right. Right. So, because uh, yeah. th- this is why I, I would like to do an episode on it because to me, if if you like raising a kid the way that I'm talking about will not re- like result in somebody being this kind of aimless like entitled brat. Yeah, because like that happens when you also just completely ignore the personhood of that kid, mm-hmm. right? When when that when you just let them do whatever the fuck they want, right? You don't check in with them, or if you do check in with them, it's just basically just to be complicit and them becoming entitled brats. You know, like exactly. just give them what they want. Yeah. Like it's if about, you kept allowing him to watch, you know, the YouTube yes, videos right, all the time. Right, right, right. See, yeah. it's, it's, you make decisions <laughs> that are constructive. Right. But they're not necessarily the decisions you wake up wanting to make. So that's why, like, to me, this week was really successful from a potty training perspective, yeah. even though we're not as far along as I think I would have loved to have been at this point. Um, because, like, his Henry feels a sense of pride and he feels excited about it. And we're not mad. And I learned a lot about myself, which was that to get the fuck over myself. Yeah. And to be open with Jude. About treating Henry differently. That dynamic and that it's is It's okay to well. do that. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't mean, and, and, I, and, I'm, and I have the respect for Jude to talk to him about yes, that. Yes, right? I love that. Yeah. Like, I, I'm saying, I get you, and I, I, I have a feeling that this will come across a certain way, and I respect you enough to be open with you about it. I think that's But it. I need you to know that I am going to be different. Respect. Because that's a parent thing, right? Yeah. Because I need to parent reactively right now. I think that's. Yep. I think that goes so far. You know, the respectful parenting. I think that's a term Angela Lansbury, and <laughs> also known as uh, <laughs> Janet Lansbury, Janet Lansbury yeah, uses, um, where it's like you're asking for their respect and you're giving them respect. Yeah. Right. And I think that's the that's another way of saying what I was trying to get at there. Right. Where it's both ways. Um, right. And uh, and at the end of the day, I think what we're talking about here is playing the long game. Right. It's not like the short term. Like, yeah, I wish you know over the weekend he had learned, but mm-hmm. it's more important that you know he's coming out of this feeling good about it. And actually is equipped to handle it longer term. Yeah. And then you're able to build on that. Because he's going to regress. Yeah. You know, all kids do. Yeah. But All right, cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Good luck. Keep us uh, updated on the situation. Got it. Bye.